Welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Pastor Joel Gregory continues in the Connect 21 prayer series with a message entitled, No Prayer, No Power. Let's hear what God has for us today. We're talking about no prayer, no power. Of course, today is day 14 of 21 days of prayer and fasting. And so how are you all doing out there? Praise God. I can feel your energy. I can feel your prayers. Of course, today's devotion was found in 2 Samuel. I believe it was the 16th chapter, and David uh, was just demonstrating to us how to respond to our enemies. And it was such a challenge there about remaining vertical and staying vertical so that we don't let people get us off of what God's called us to do. And so all of us have people in our lives that rub us the wrong way. Raise your hand. Right? All of us do, right? Those are the ones that we need to make sure that we pray for the most. But then also ask God, is there something more he wants us to do, which I believe was the challenge for today, and see if there's some additional maybe forgiveness or act of kindness that he wants you to show that individual. So now, no prayers, because if you know prayer, K-N-O-W, you're going to know and experience God's power. So there's really only one real challenge in the church of God these days in our intro, and that is the prayer life of the church. Of course, I've been challenged that not to look at the crowds on Sunday morning to determine the effectiveness of Linked Up Church, but to look at the size of the prayer meeting on Saturday. See how many show up the pre-service prayer on Sunday, because that's truly how effective your church is. Sometimes the focus is on everything except prayer. So when the church knows the importance of prayer, it will also experience the power of God. Let's read our foundation text in Acts chapter 4, 23 through 35. Of course, all of this information is in the Bible app, version. You can find it there. Uh, Please follow along and take additional notes because I'll say more than what's actually in the outline today. In Acts chapter 4, 23 through 35, it says, as soon as they were released. Now, again, we know we don't start at verse 23. You have to go back all the way to chapter 3 to understand this verse in chapter 4. And so in chapter 3, Peter and John walked past the gate, which is called Beautiful. There was a man there who had been lame from his mother's womb roughly about 40 years. And when he saw Peter, the scripture says he fastened his eyes on him. And Peter says, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the man, the scripture says, immediately leaped up on his feet and began to walk and to praise and to glorify God. Now, that one act caused a a stir throughout all of Jerusalem. And so the Sanhedrin and the Sadducees got hold of that. And so they grabbed Peter and John and they threw them into prison. They beat them, right? And the next day they called them before them and they command them. They said, we're going to release you, but don't you speak another word in the name of Jesus and don't you do do any more miracles by that day. I mean, when the world tells us to stop doing something for God, we need to do it even louder. I'll get to that in a little bit. And so that's exactly what they did. And so as soon as they were released in verse 23 from custody, Peter and John went to the other believers and explained all that had happened with the high priests and the elders. How I many you know when you get in trouble, you need to go get around other believers? 
You don't need to be around people telling them you should have slapped them. I would have knocked their teeth out. I'd leave that clown if he did something like that to me. If he would, how many of you know you don't need that in that moment right there? You need godly counsel and godly wisdom. And notice how this group of believers responded to the information that they heard in verse 24. So when the believers heard their report, they raised their voices in unity and complained. No, what did they raise their voices in unity and do? That's the kind of friends you need. That when you tell them something tragic or bad that happens to you, their first instinct is to pray and not complain or talk about other people. So they pray, Lord, notice they make him huge. Yahweh, you are the Lord of all. You created the universe, the earth, the sky, the sea, and everything that is in them. And you spoke by the Holy Spirit through your servant David. Now they go back to the Word, so they make God big. Now they're reminding God of his Word. This is great principles for prayer. Make God big. Approach him and make him bigger than your problem, and then remind him of his Word. You uh, spoke through the Holy Spirit by your servant David, our forefathers, saying, How dare the nations plan a rebellion, ranting and raging against the Lord Most High. Their foolish plots are futile. Look at how the kings of the earth take their stand with the rulers scheming, conspiring together against God and against uh, his anointed Messiah. In fact, Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with Jews and non-Jews, met together to take their stand against your holy servant, Jesus the Messiah. They did this to him so that your purposes and will had determined according to the destiny you had marked out for them. Sometimes, folks, your enemies are a part of your destiny. That just flew right over somebody's head. But sometimes God will use your enemies to literally take you to your destiny. If you're spiritually sensitive enough to that. Sometimes getting fired is the greatest thing that could have ever happen to you. Look at y'all. Like it, don't, it doesn't feel good when it's happening. Somebody's head out there was just going... But if you stay spiritual, you'll see that what really happens here is God's got something far greater for you. And so now they understand that all that was a part at the end of the day of Jesus' ultimate destiny. At verse 31, at the moment the earth shook beneath them, causing the buildings that they were in to tremble, each one of them was filled with the Holy Spirit as they proclaimed the word of God with unrestrained boldness. Now, remember, they were told not to speak in that name. And they prayed, God, fill us with your spirit so that we can be bold to speak in that name. The apostles gave powerful testimonies about the resurrection in verse 34 of the Lord Jesus and great measures of grace rested upon them all. Some who owned houses or land sold them and brought the proceeds before the apostles to distribute to those uh, that were without and not a single one among them was needy. I believe that is the ultimate will of God's church. I don't think the government was ever the primary source to meet the people of God's needs. I believe all the resources are right here within the body to meet every need that is in the body. 
We started off talking about seven indicators of a praying church. Number one, they recognize the supreme importance of prayer, resulting in the desire to do it. Number two, everyone's faith and expectancy is toward the Lord and not man. And number three, there were three points under that. And then number three was emphasis on proclaiming the gospel and winning souls. Let's pick up with point number four today. In a praying church, there is faith to demand miracles. And folks, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to use our faith to demand miracles. Let's read in verse 30. Acts chapter 4, verse 30. Notice a part of their prayer went this way. Stretch out your hand of power. So notice they are acknowledging that it's not their power, it's God's power. Right, so sometimes we don't want to demand this. We don't want God to use us this way. We don't want God to pray because we don't believe we can do it. But once you get out of yourself and you understand that it's really God doing it through you, all you've got to do is obey him and let him use your hands or whatever part that he is uh, wanting to utilize. So their prayer is stretch out your hand of power, your miraculous ability through us to heal. So they're praying, God, stretch out your power through us to heal other people. You all see that process? And to move in signs and wonders by the name of your holy son, Jesus. Notice, to move in signs and wonders, not by the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or teacher, but to move in signs and wonders by your holy son, Jesus. Now, I mean, you know, it might operate through that office, but the only one that's moving is Jesus. Come on, somebody ought to give Jesus glory in this place. And we make the mistake sometimes because God used an individual, we end up lifting up the individual instead of lifting up God through Jesus. What I'm encouraging you today is to get your eyes off of man and his limitations and put it on God. It's God at the beginning of this, and it's God at the end of this, and we're going to give him and Jesus all the glory. But notice, signs and wonders, to move in signs and wonders by the name of your holy son, Jesus. Now, signs are supernatural miracles, wonders, token. Now, token, there was a word. I said, let me look that word up. That's not one I'm familiar with. So token is a characteristic or indication or mark of something. Watch this. It is evidence or proof. So what God is literally saying here is if you'll come to me and you'll trust me and believe that I can do this through my son, I'll give you the proof. The proof will be the miracle that we believed him for on the other side. Wonder is something extraordinary. So I like to think of it this way. I can do the ordinary, but God can do the extraordinary. Amen. How many of y'all have gotten to your limits, gotten to the end of yourself and realized this is as far as I can get myself in this situation, right? That's the best place you want to be because that's when God can put some extra on your ordinary and now catapult you beyond where you could have gotten yourself. Now, I'm going to throw some challenges out here. See, when prayer is exercised, God breaks in with his supernatural acts. But he only does that where there's a demand placed on him. He 
His signs and his wonders are his proof that he is present. When Christians pray, when these Christians pray that God would stretch out his hand to heal and that he would perform miracles, God did exactly what they demanded and stretched out their faith for him to do. The fact is, folks, and I, again, can I throw this out there? A lot of times the church believes that went out with the apostles. That was only for the book of Acts. Well, let me ask you this question. Is Jesus still alive? Yes. Is he the same yesterday, today, and forevermore? Yes. Who is he alive in? Point to yourself and say me. So if he hasn't changed, then guess what he still wants to do? Same thing. What happens, I believe, is the prayerlessness of the church no longer expects that anymore. And so we justify it and we make an excuse because we know we haven't prayed at a level to demand things like that. But how many know during this 21 days, we are locked in? Oh, my God, I wish I had somebody with me today. I said, but how many of y'all know during these 21 days, we are dialed up and locked in? I believe God can do anything in this environment. Come on, I believe he can heal, he can deliver, he can set free, he can make whole, he can cancel debt, he can restore marriages, he can raise from the dead. Come on, he can get jobs, he can raise people's businesses, he can grow your business. Come on, God can do anything in an environment where there's an expectation and a demand on his presence. So the fact is, when the church prays, miracles really do take place. Miracles are wrought in the spiritual realm. Souls are saved. The greatest miracle we see every week is when someone walks down to this altar and they are snatched out of darkness and placed into the kingdom of his dear life. Even in the physical realm, God is pleased to heal bodies and minds and the minds of his children. Now, I want all of us to pray this prayer collectively today and in unity, the same one that they prayed, and I'm going to lead us in it, okay? Anybody in here need God to do something extraordinary in their life? Look around the room. Look around the room so you'll know you're not by yourself. I want you to say it from your chest and say it like you mean it. Say, Father God, stretch out your hand of power through us to heal and to move in signs and wonders by the name of your holy son, Jesus. See, this will come through like waves, folks. We're going to say it another time, but we're going to say it even stronger this time. I'm telling you, miracles are happening even as we're saying this out of our mouth. Angels right now are being dispersed. While you're in here taking care of God's business, angels are out there taking care of your business. 
Say, Father God, stretch out your hand of power through us to heal and to move in signs and wonders by the name of your Holy Son, Jesus. Come on, somebody start placing a demand. Come on, somebody start placing an expectation on that. Come on, somebody start expecting God to move. That was one for the Father, one for the Son. Let's do one more for the Holy Ghost. Say, Father God, stretch out your hand of power through us to heal and to move in signs and wonders by the name of your Holy Son. Jesus. Jesus. Now go ahead and praise him like he's moving in this place. Come on, praise him. Place a demand on it. Hallelujah. Come on, place a demand on it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, if you need a miracle, a sign, or a wonder, Stand to your feet or remain standing. Everyone else be seated. If you need a miracle, a sign, or a wonder, God wants to give you a token right now. And remember, a token is a characteristic indication or mark of something. It is evidence or proof. Stand to your feet. Look around this room. Online, stand to your feet. If you need a miracle, a sign, or a wonder, God wants to give you a token right now. Now, remember, this is the entire collective group. And they said, we want you to use our hands, and we want you to do this through us. Us is plural. So notice God just isn't using one person. See, a lot of times we're just waiting on the pastor, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. But God wants to use you. If you're comfortable, no one will get sick in this environment. I want you to listen to me. Sickness and disease cannot dwell in the same presence where God is. So don't have any fear. But now I want you to stretch out your hand towards the person next to you. And if you're comfortable, touch them. And now listen, God wants to use you. I want you to begin to pray and demand a miracle sign and wonder to manifest in their life now. Go ahead and pray. Come on online, pray for yourself if no one's with you. Whoever's with you, pray for them. Come on, demand it right now. Come on, call it forth right now. Father, give them a miracle, a sign, a wonder, Father. Give them a token, proof, evidence that you still work in this realm, Father. I declare marriages right now are being restored. Bodies are being healed, Father. Raises on jobs are coming. Businesses are prospering supernaturally extraordinary. Limbs are growing out, Father. Hallelujah. COVID disappears, glory to God. Every aspect of it, every variant of it, Father, 
It does not come near our dwelling. Glory to God. Whatever is needed in this atmosphere, we place a demand on it. Now, Father. Use your people, Father. Use them to operate in this gift. Grace them with that now, Father. Now, I want all of us to collectively say this right now. Say, Father God, I receive my miracle. I receive my sign. And I receive my wonder now in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, go ahead and praise God like you already got it. Come on, go ahead and praise God like you already got it. Hallelujah. Come on, go ahead and praise God like you already have it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, God, you are God. You made the earth, the land, the sea, and everything in it. There's nothing too big for you. There's nothing impossible to you, Father. So you promised that you would give us a token, Father, evidence and proof that what we placed a demand on, we would see it with our natural eyes, Father. So we thank you and we give you glory in advance for it. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Lots of testimonies online in the room are going to come out of this. Lots of testimonies are going to come out of this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many of you can already sense something moving in your life? Come on, how many of you can already sense change? Hallelujah. For Linked Up Church, God can give us land that we didn't pay for. God can give us buildings that we didn't pay for. Come on, God can give us possessions that we didn't pay for. Come on, God can do what we cannot do in and of ourselves. Hallelujah. 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 How many of you all that miracle, that sign, or that wonder that you were looking for was healing in your body? All right, put your hands down. How many of you can already sense something different in your body right now? Raise your hand again. Look around this room. Look what the presence of God can do. Hallelujah. Come on, let's praise God for that. Hallelujah. I don't think the Spirit of God is done yet. Let's keep moving. You can be seated. Number five. Shh. And see, the reason we're experiencing this is because more of us are engaged in prayer. It's no real secret to this, folks. It's nothing, it's no secret. 
the more we engage in prayer, the goal is that when Connect 21 ends, it literally starts a revival. Number five, in a praying church, the Holy Spirit manifests his presence and his power. So at that moment in verse 31, Passion Translation, at that moment, somebody say at that moment, moment. the earth shook beneath them, causing the building that they were in to tremble. God was so honored by that prayer. His presence was tangible enough that they could feel a trembling up underneath their feet. God was so pleased that they would demand that from him. Miracles, signs, and wonders. God was so pleased that they believed he could do whatever they believed he could do. You know, if you've ever been around a child, they think their parents own everything. You ever been around a kid like that? There's nothing the kids don't think the parents can do. So much so, when I was a kid, I would think my mother or whoever was lying. Yes, you can because it's just nothing they can't do. How I many know oh, God wants us to be the same way with him? Just nothing that he can't do. And then each one of them was filled with the Holy Spirit. See, being filled with the Holy Spirit is critical to your ability to operate in the power of God. Now, notice it didn't say the, the Spirit of God. It's not nowhere in here is it talking about salvation. This is the same group and they've expanded that got filled in Acts chapter 2. How I many know there's one initial filling, but many refillings? And so try to drive your car off of three weeks ago gas. How I many of y'all know when the tank runs out, you need to fill it back up? And what happens is God fills us to use us. So you'll notice they began to speak the word of God with boldness. God is not filling us with his spirit to sit down and have prayer parties with each other. He wants to send us out and heal people, deliver people, set people free, cause people to be whole. On your job, in your neighborhood, in your communities. Now, if you've never prayed in the Holy Spirit before, I want you to stand to your feet. You've never prayed in other tongues. And you want it. Matter of fact, don't even stand to your feet. Come on down right now and receive it. You've never prayed in other tongues. Come on down right now and receive it. You already want it. Come on down here and receive it right now. Getting ready to be the easiest thing you've ever done. Some of you all, that's the only thing that's been missing in your life. is your ability to pray with power. Pray in other tongues. Stay full of the Holy Ghost, full of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be patient and wait for you. You've never prayed in other tongues. You want it. Come on down here and get it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
Thank you, Jesus. They're, they're still coming. They're still coming. Come on, they're still coming. You've never prayed in other tongues. See, only something like this can happen in an environment where God's presence is. We don't get God's presence if there's not a foundation of prayer. A lot of people say, I want to see more miracles, signs, and wonders. Well, we've got to pray more. We've got to place more of a demand on this. You can't have a church of thousands of people and only 90 show up for prayer on Saturday. You can't have a church of thousands of people and only 110 show up for pre-service prayer and expect to see this. We're seeing this because we're all engaged right now. All right, anyone else coming? She coming? God bless you. God bless you. All right, I want everyone to look up here at me for a moment. In Luke chapter 24, verse 49, Jesus told his disciples to go and tarry in the city of Jerusalem until they be endued with power from on high. That word tarry means to wait in Jerusalem because he knew they could not handle what was coming if they didn't have something greater on them, okay? In Acts chapter 1, verse 8 says, the, when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, the first thing it allows us to do is to be a greater witness, is un, a witness unto him. And then in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and all the surrounding areas. And so what the Holy Ghost fills you with is this ability to live your life right before him. See, a lot of times people chase the gifts and forget about the greatest gift is a life lived well before God. Then in Acts chapter 2, this is the part I want you to focus on. The scripture says that the spirit fell on each one of them. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. So what I want you all to understand, the Holy Spirit is not getting ready to come on you, shake you, and make you do something. All right? Just like you have to yield your tongue to your vocal cords in order for you to say something, you have to cooperate. What's your name? Say your name. Say your name. See, you had to cooperate, didn't you? It's the same way, right? What's going to happen here is when you yield, the Holy Spirit is going to give you the utterance. The utterance is the manner or style by which you speak. And no two people speak in tongues the exact same way. He's going to give you your own heavenly language. And this is getting ready to be the easiest thing you've ever done in your life. Luke chapter 11 says that how, if, the, if a good parent knows how to give good gifts to their children, how much more should your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask them? Now, at salvation, you receive the Holy Spirit to live on the inside of you. So I don't want you to be confused. If you're saved, you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. What we're talking about now is something coming upon you for service. And remember, he fills you so that he can use you. Now, I want you to say this with me. Just back up just a little bit because I'm getting ready to come down here and help each one of you. And I'm going to ask the staff to help me. I want you to say, this is the easiest, say it out of your mouth, say, this is the easiest gift I've ever received, okay? And so I'm going to come down, and the only thing I'm going to actually do, actually, I'm going to do it right here corporately from the stage. Lift your hands to the Father. Now, we're going to ask him for, and then I'm going to have you take a deep breath. And then I want you to just release whatever you hear in your spirit, okay? Remember, if you say nothing, nothing will happen. So cooperate with your spirit, okay? Say these words with me. Say, Father God, Father God 
Fill me with your spirit now. Now I want you to take a deep breath and just begin to release what comes out. Come on, church. All right, stop. How many of y'all heard yourself pray in other tongues? Lift your hands. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. All right? Praise God. Put your hands down. If you didn't hear yourself, raise your, raise your hands. Okay? And we're going to come down and work with these. Okay? It's just a few hands that are up. If you didn't hear yourself, just lift your hands. Okay? If I can get a couple of female ministers, my wife, Minister Kimberly, all right? Whoever is comfortable, uh, whoever is comfortable, I'll take care of the males. Uh, and just go up to the one. Raise your hand if you didn't hear yourself speak. Minister Diane, thank you. If you didn't hear yourself speak, raise your hand, all right? Everyone else, when I do the exact same thing, I want you to go ahead and just continue to practice, okay? Lift your hands to the Father again. I want you to take a deep breath and say, Father, I receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and praying in other tongues. There you go. That's it. Go ahead. Let any. There you go. There you go. Trust that. Trust that. That's him. There you go, my brother. Yeah, There you go. Zona right, one more thing I want to make clear. This is such a beautiful thing to see. Right here, my brother. Keep, keep practicing. Keep practicing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Hey, hey. Now, now, real quick, let me pause for one moment. Now, a few of you all, what I hear you doing is saying, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now remember, you can't talk in English and this at the same time. So unplug from English, and I want you to listen to your spirit. Whatever words you hear come out, just begin to let it flow. Think about a little baby. They start off, and then it's mama, daddy. Then their words, the more they practice, the more eloquent they become in the, in the natural realm. is the Same thing with you. You'll become more eloquent in the spirit realm. All right, if you heard yourself pray in other tongues, lift your hand. That number should have gone up. Look at that. I, I heard you. Yeah, lift your hands. Lift your hands. Look at that. Okay, good. Stay right here because you're going to be a support system to the rest. Put your hands down. Now, if you didn't hear yourself pray, raise your hand. All right, all right. I got him. And just two more. All right, right here and right here. So I got both these guys. So it's just two, three left. I want somebody to come in and get this young lady right here, okay? And so I got these two guys. So one more time. 
Now, what I want you to understand, the spirit is always a gentleman. You're not going to be in your car and he overtakes you. Hello, somebody. And you lose control. He's a perfect gentleman. So he's never going to force you. He's always in control. Okay? All right? And so I'm going to get these two guys. Everyone else, take a deep breath. And let's practice some more. Take a deep breath. All right? And now release. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Zona Moshifra Shafra Yeah, Mashi. That's it. That's it. Just keep practicing that. Zane Moshifra. Where was my other brother at? Yeah, Namashi. Zona Moshifra Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it, my brother. Just stay right there. Keep going. Have you heard yourself? Yeah, I hear you. You just going under that mask. Yeah, Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. What a beautiful thing. Heaven is pleased today. Heaven is so pleased today. All right. So now, I want to do one more thing because we still have a clock that we're managing here. And uh, we need to get to some services where we don't have to pay attention to that clock as much. Not on Sunday mornings, though. Not on Sunday mornings. But somewhere else. Now, I want everyone to look at me. We just want to make sure that you understand what just took place, and we want to make sure that there aren't any other needs. So I want you all to look to my right, your left, Minister Barrow, Minister Diane right here. They're just going to take you out there and just assess your situation, make sure that you have it, you're good. Just go ahead and follow them right now. Give them a big round of applause as they head out. Just right out here. We're not going to keep you long at all. Just go ahead and follow them right now. Just want to make sure you're good. All aspects of your life are good. Come on, Linked Up Church. Give them a big, 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 big. Come on, you all can do better than that. Now, I believe personally there's no distance in prayer. I believe people are watching right online, and you are participating right online. And you got filled right there in your living room. You got filled right in your bedroom. You got filled wherever you're watching right now. If God just filled you and you just heard yourself pray in other tongues, just type in, I got filled and prayed in other tongues. Or I prayed in other tongues. However you want to write it, just type it in right now. We're going to enjoy going back, reading that, and celebrating God's victory with you. Let's close out. We've got one more point for today, point number six, and we're going to let you all go. You all get anything out of this service today? Point number six. Last one for today. In a praying church, God always confirms his word. Did you all catch that? In a praying church, God always confirms his word. So if you watch what we're doing, we're ministering the word. 
and then giving God a chance to, to actually be the word to us. And he'll always confirm it if we'll step out in faith and allow him to be God. Now, in Acts chapter 4, 31 through 33, it says, And when they had prayed, I'm reading the New King James Version, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Now, the multitude of those who believed were of one heart, one soul. That's so important for you to understand. They were of one heart and one soul. The more we operate as one, the greater power we're going to see manifested. One heart means it's a description in the original Greek, meaning in tune or in sync with one another. See, when God is moving, you can't have people out there judging. You can't believe and be a judge at the same time. You need everybody in sync and everybody in tune so that God can do what he needs to do in those situations with one another. To put it another way, they were all going the same way spiritually together. See, so, so an example of this is in Connect 21, there's not members not participating who say this is their church. It's definitely not more members not participating than members participating. You see how it now becomes challenging to get God to be who he needs to be until we all get on the same page. Listen to this one soul. Sometimes can be translated as one mind. This has a wonderful deep meaning in the original Greek. It literally means to breathe, listen to this, or to breathe spiritually together. Can you imagine how tight this group is? That spiritually, they're going in the same direction and they're breathing the same spiritual air. To me, that's a beautiful sight. What are the results of one heart and one soul? And I've just got to let you go. I'm rushing. I can tell I'm rushing. Let me get to the. What are the results of one heart and one soul? They had all things common. That means they shared everything that they had. Now, I want you all to understand something here. You'll see these words all everywhere that we read because all of them prayed. So everyone was experiencing the exact same thing because everyone was engaged. There was not one person not experiencing God's power. Letter B, they witnessed with great power. Remember, God comes on you for service. This church has to be a witnessing church. It's great that we come in here and have great services, but we've got to go out there and have great services by witnessing to the lost and meeting the needs of this community. So you're going to see the budget change and shift. And more of the budget is going to go towards evangelism and souls. And then watch this. Great grace was upon them all. Great grace is God's divine influence and favor. That means they always got the best deals. Come on, somebody. Best parking spaces whenever Sam can be crowded as I don't know what Costco's could be crowded. As soon as you pull up, somebody pull out of the first spot right at the front door. Come on, somebody. 
And it's just an influence that God places on an entire body that everywhere they go, people do nice things for them. And they do nice things for people. So I'm just going to stop here because I, I get another week. It's impossible to know and experience the power of God at this level if we don't know the value of prayer. I want you to think about it. They shared everything that they had, which means some of you all online and some of you all in this room have to be so blessed that you have too much. See, nah, 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 nah. So I, I wouldn't have let that one fly over my head right there. That one would have woke me up out of my sleep right there. That means some of you all have to be so blessed that you have too much and you always need to figure out how to get rid of some of that stuff. I get that side about a three. That means some of you all have to be so blessed. that you have to think about what am I going to do with all of this excess, all of this extra? Come on, I can only drive one car at a time. Come on, I can only live in one house. Come on, somebody. I can only have so much. God, who do you want me to bless? The only way that happens is there are several people who God raises up to be his wealth managers, to carry out vision and meet the needs of people. Anybody say, I, that's me? He, he wants to use me. I knew all the hands would go up on that. Look around the room. Somebody say, that's me. He wants to use me. <laughs> Let's all stand to our feet. And so, Father... We know this is your will for your church, is that your church knows the power of prayer and values prayer to such a level that you can release your power. And so, Father, thank you for all that you did today through word of knowledge, miracle signs, wonders, people being filled with the Holy Spirit. And Father, the greatest miracle you can ever do is to snatch a soul out of the kingdom of darkness and translate it into the kingdom of your dear son. Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer, and his name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him today, we want to invite you to do so. Maybe you had one with him, but you've just gotten away and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I want to lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died, rose from the grave, and he is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth, 
what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God. In Jesus' name, praise God. We are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations. We are so excited that you made the decision to get connected to God. Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, watch past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text Get Connected to 833-988-2009. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing week, and we look forward to connecting with you.